You're listening to Behind the Note Podcast, brought to you by a musician for musicians. Here, you will get advice toward a successful music career. This show is made to educate, inspire, motivate, and empower. Now, here is your host, Chris Davis. Hello, thank you for pressing play on this episode of Behind the Note Podcast. So thankful to have you here. Today's topic is on how to have a great, successful CD release concert. Now, we did talk about this before, so you can kind of consider this episode part two. The first time was in episode 47 with Rajiv Halim, saxophonist from Chicago, Illinois. So, uh, first of all, I, I want to take a pause r- really quick and tell you I am trying something I have never done before. I am podcasting in my car, and you may be able to hear uh, the sound of a car. I'm, I'm moving. I have, I actually have a, a, a window open in the car because I like to be cool when I'm driving. I like some circulation. So if I listen back and I don't think it's too bad, then you'll be hearing this message right now. But anyway, now back to the task at hand. Uh, We're talking about how to have a successful CD release concert. So people have been asking me about my CD release concert. I hosted one. People knew about it. Some people didn't. And in case you didn't know, I do have a new album out, which I've kind of been talking about here on Behind the No Podcast, but have not really promoted very heavily on on this platform. Uh, My album is called Eventide, and I have a jazz tet. Uh, Septet, actually, seven people. We have a new album out that's being played on the radio, and and people are receiving it very well. So I I did have a CD release concert, and people are asking, how did it go? How did you make it happen? What did you like about it? What worked well for you? What didn't work well? People are saying, hey, make a podcast about it. And I said, okay, I'll do that for you. So here we are right now, and I'm I'm... Again, I'm driving, and I wanted to get my thoughts out. So this episode is a little more informal than any other show I've ever posted. But here we we go. Now, um, I'm going to tell you what I liked. I'm going to tell you what worked well. I'm going to tell you what didn't work so well and what I'll do differently in the future. Um, Let's see if I can just, like, list some things before I get into to the meat of it, uh, the meat of it all. So, what worked well? Number one, I had help. I had volunteers to help me on the night of the show. Uh, number two, what worked well? I used technology to my advantage. I used uh, Eventbrite, for example, PayPal, for example. I used uh, social media. I used my my own personal website. I used video. That all worked well for me. Uh, what what didn't work well? I pretty much decided to do this whole thing last minute without a lot of planning. Everything went down within the span of six weeks, I believe. Um, which, I, I, you know, it, it happened. Everything happened. And it went as good as it could have gone. Well, maybe not as good, but it went pretty well. Uh, what will I do differently? Um, what will I do differently? Uh, I, I think I wanted to have uh, guest artist in the future. I didn't have a guest artist, like a well-known, world-renowned guest artist. 
I didn't do that this time, but I couldn't do everything the first time around. Uh, yeah, so those are just a few things that come to my mind immediately right away. So, now let me tell you what I did. This is great. I rented an auditorium, all right? I didn't really want to have my CD release concert in a jazz club or anything like it, which is the reason I called it a CD release concert and not a CD release party. I didn't want to give people the idea of a party. I wanted people to imagine a concert. It's two different things. And that's why I called it CD release concert. So uh, I wanted people just to listen, just pay attention to the music. That's why I run in an auditorium. I didn't want people to have a social hour. There's a the, there's the time for that, but that's not what I wanted for this occasion. So I rented out a great auditorium. It was in the uh, the local one of the local community colleges and it was a great room people had a great feel and the acoustics in the room were good it was intimate still and it, it was it was it served its purpose it was very good um also i used i told you i used technology to my advantage uh let's talk about eventbrite uh, it was very key to everything tickets that had to do with tickets first of all if you're hosting a concert i highly recommend using eventbrite it has everything in its platform that you'll need it's all sorts of sharing tools for social media for your website uh for your email you can share links you can you can there's all sorts of sharing devices you have to check it out for yourself um, you can make tickets, uh, set your own ticket prices. I personally chose to use three price points. I did an early bird special where uh, tickets were $10, and ultimately they were $20. So half off for all the early birds, half off. And, of course, there were some people who took advantage of that, and then others dragged their feet, and they ended up uh, buying tickets at the door. They paid more, but they clearly didn't mind paying at the door. <laughs> so... That's, that's fine with me, you know. So uh, Eventbrite handled all of that. Eventbrite captured everybody's name, email address, credit card information. Now, the credit card information is uh, in, in, encrypted. 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 Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't know anybody's credit card information, but the platform takes care of that for me. But they do keep the email address for me and I can add it to my email list so after the concert's over, I can stay in contact with my fans, my new fans, my brand new friends. I like that, and I have been staying in contact with them. So, uh, they, another thing that Eventbrite does is checks everybody in. So uh, the, the buyer has the option to print a ticket or save a ticket on their phone. Either way, when they show up, there's you can use your own phone or whoever you have checking people in. They can log into Eventbrite under your account name, and their ticket will be scanned. And then all of that information is there. So you, you'll see that Joe Smith arrived at 7.21 p.m. You'll see that there. That's really cool. Or if he never shows, you'll see that too. Um, yeah, so Eventbrite, 
I, I really love it. Uh, the people at the door praised it, said this uh, app is awesome. So use it. I, I recommend it. Uh, they pay out two weeks after the fact. So just know that. They do that just in case you have to give a refund or something. There's no issue. But they, they pay directly to your account, your Chase, um, your, chase your uh, banking account. Uh, also, you have the option to use PayPal instead, and it works a little bit differently. Now, the fees of the uh, platform, you can choose to push on to the, to the consumer, or you'll pay it out yourself. But you do have the option. It's cool to have options. So Eventbrite is an uh, app that I used. What else did I use? PayPal here uh, to collect money for the merchandise table. And after the fact, after the concert was over, I used SurveyMonkey to survey the audience. And I got some really great information from the survey. You need to survey your audience regular, regularly. If it's once a year, that's regular. But you should do it more frequent, more frequent than that. But they, but they tell you what they like. They tell you what they don't like, and they tell you how to serve them better. So if you listen to your audience on how to serve them better, then you'll have happier customers, and they'll be back for more. All right? Uh, what else can I tell you? Um, some key information that I learned in, from SurveyMonkey. I was going to say this for last, but here I am. I, I asked questions like uh, about the ticket price. Was the ticket price just right or was it too much or was it too little? One person said your ticket cost too much money. What's wrong with you? <laughs> so this one person out of everybody that attended the show, out of everyone that uh, attended the show and answered the survey, on the, op on the opposite end, one person said you did not charge enough. And everybody else said that ticket price was just right. So I had a $10 price point for the early bird, $15 price point for the people that wanted to come with their family of three or more, and then $20 for the people who just wanted to pay at the door or they waited like uh, a, a week before the show started. Okay? So that's some cool things that I used that really helped me out. Uh, something, I, something else I did was I had volunteers. I had greeters at the door. I wanted the experience for the customer, for the fan, for my new friends to be a welcoming experience. So I welcomed them with friendly faces. I had, I had some of my students do that for me. Also, I had volunteers at the door, uh, which included my friends and family, my mom my mother's friends, some of my students. It took a team of people. I also had people on the inside of the auditorium, again, to greet, help people to their seats. Uh, yeah, that was very uh, needed to have m more hands on deck. The day of the show, there's always going to be something to try to mess you up. Just prepare for that something as best as you can, even though you don't know what that's going to be. Uh, what else did I do well? What else went well? First of all, you know, let's not overlook the obvious. You got to have a great product. You got to have a great performance. We're musicians. Your music needs to be together. So rehearse. We had rehearsal, and then we had a great show.
um, hire great musicians. I have the best musicians in in my area. All, everybody in my, in my group is is a one. I love those guys, and uh, they had a great great performance, and I'm thankful for them. They make me look so much better than I am. I'm so thankful for them. Um, so yeah, have a great concert. You have to perform well. That's why people are coming. So we had a great show, and then after the fact, what do you think we did? Did we go home because we were tired? No, we didn't. We stayed around. We went to the lobby, and we greeted the people who chose to spend time with us. We greeted the people who chose to spend their hard-earned money to watch us perform. And it was great because they were excited to see us. And we were excited to see them, talk to them. Um, to my surprise, I'm still not used to people saying, may I have your autograph? It's, it's kind of weird still. But, yeah, sign autographs. People like that. Uh, take photos. People, people like that. They want to they wanna just remember the experience. And I'm thankful that we created something for them to want to remember. So we, that's something that went very well for us, uh, just meeting the fans, greeting the people. Um, now, how do we get word out? And this is something that I discovered through the survey that I sent. I said, how did you hear about the concert? Now, there were, some, there were various ways that I got the word out, and I learned what worked from the survey and what didn't work. Now, I had these really cool flyers printed out. And they cost money. And guess what? Nobody who answered the survey came because of the flyer. Not one person. So for me, flyers were a waste of money. Totally. Now, in episode 47, Rajiv said that they worked for him. So you need to just learn, maybe by trial and error, what works for you for me flyers were a dud and i won't be doing it next time at least uh yeah if i do it's going to be very 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 little what i learned uh that did work for me the number one actually was actually 50 50 like exactly 50 percent each uh was word of mouth people were just talking about the concert and the other 50% learned about the concert and got excited about the concert through Facebook. I put a lot of time into Facebook. Now, Facebook has many facets, as you may know. You have your own band page, for example. Um, I just, uh, I'm driving and my gas light came on. That's crazy. I have to go get gas right now. So, um, F Facebook has the band page, right? And, and there's a deer. Oh, gosh. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Got to pay attention to the road. Podcasting and driving. <laughs> Interesting. Um, there's, a, there's a band page which is like almost, almost useless on Facebook because you make a post and literally four people of the hundreds that liked your page Four people will see your post, and that's like nothing. So um, for that reason, I don't do much with the band page. 
I do a lot of stuff on my personal page. And how are you going to get people to, in, 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 to interact with you? This is what you do. You make a post. Somebody likes it, right? There's very little you can do with a like. All right. But if they, if they write a comment, answer the comment. Write back on the comment. Keep a conversation going. That will help get your post pushed into more people's feeds. Because Facebook will see, oh, people are talking. This is somewhat important. Let's show it to more people. And then somebody else hopefully will comment. And then you have a conversation, a group conversation. And then more people will see it. And then that keeps going. And, of course, eventually that will fizzle out. But once that does, you know, it, maybe a conversation will last all day, which is a long time in social media. And then you start a new conversation. So that's something that you could do. Something else you need to do is this. Make a video posted directly to Facebook. If you haven't noticed, Facebook is now in competition with YouTube. So no longer is it okay to just share directly from YouTube because Facebook doesn't want that. They want people to look at Facebook. They want Facebook users to stay on Facebook. They don't want Facebook users to go to YouTube. Therefore, you need to upload your video directly to Facebook. And for that reason... Facebook um, will push your video to more eyeballs. So much better than having your own your band page and making a text post, for example. All right? So that's how you can get more eyeballs on your page and, and on what you're doing. Make a video, post it directly to your Facebook feed. All right? And again, with the conversation, somebody writes something. Oh, this is so cool. You write back. Oh, thank you. I'm glad you think so. Uh, help me pass the word or whatever you want to say. And they'll, they'll say, oh, sure thing. I really like what you're doing. You're having a conversation. That's the most important thing. Now, yes, yeah, so in case you didn't notice, uh, Facebook is a competition with YouTube now. And Periscope is really caught on. So now Facebook has created Facebook Live to compete with Periscope. They, they're trying to stay relevant. So utilize that what, what's important to them use those parts of facebook that's what i did it worked well for me now the other thing i did was i used uh facebook ads i had never used facebook facebook ads before and i got my feet wet on this concert so unfortunately on my survey i did not specify the difference and this is something i'll do differently in the future i didn't specify um when I said, how did you hear about the concert? People said Facebook, but I didn't give them the option to say Facebook ads or Facebook um, event invitation, which I did use. I did not give them the opportunity to specify any difference. So um, I, I just I won't know which version uh, they came across. But Facebook really worked for me, and I'm going to continue to use it for that reason. And that's the platform that works for me. Use the platform that works for you. Where are you most active? I'm, I'm active on Facebook. I deliberately do not use much else. I, we, I have um, a Twitter account. I, I, I'm not very active on Twitter, but I'm there at Behind the Note. I make... Uh, a few comments, a few posts a month, which is really not a lot, I know. But I'm really active on Facebook. Almost daily, I'm, I'll write something. Uh, so, yeah, and I'm on Facebook under my own name, Chris Davis. Okay? Uh, 
Yeah, so Facebook really worked well for me uh, using the, the technology SurveyMonkey. MailChimp, what's your email service provider? How are you collecting email addresses? Where are you putting those things? There's so many options out there. I personally use MailChimp because it's free to a certain point. And uh, I have yet to cross the, the barrier where I have to pay. So for me right now, it's perfect. It's, it's still free. Uh, it links up with SurveyMonkey too, by the way. Monkeys unite. So yeah, that's what I did. Um, I'm trying to think what else worked well. Um, oh, this the survey let me know some very important information. I asked the question, why did you come to the concert? This is really important. Pay attention. Why did you come to the concert? And I gave them this multiple choice act, uh, question. Ultimately, uh, some people came because they already owned my album and they wanted to hear it live. That's that, I'm thankful for that. They liked the album that much. However, uh, the majority of the people came just to support me. That's it. Which lets me know. Uh, you know, Zig Ziglar has... I drove all the way to the gas station in their clothes. I have to go to a different one. Zig Ziglar has a great famous quote. And it says, he says, if you help enough people get what it is they want, then you can have anything in life that you want. And that's something to remember. And we that, that does not mean that we give so that we can get. No, that's not, that's not it at all. But the point is to not only think of yourself, to give to other people. Give to other people. Help another person out. Give, 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 and it shall be given unto you. That's a law from the scriptures. And I was reminded of that. When people said they came to support me. That means that at some point, I, I touched their life in some way that they wanted to give back in the form of attending a concert. Thank you very much. They saw how important it was to me. So I hope that actually you know, uh, gets to you. Help people out. Touch their lives the, the best way you know how to touch their life. Give to them. Give something. Give your time. Give a smile. Give a compliment. Uh, share some wisdom. Whatever, whatever they may need at the moment that you have to share. All right. So that was that was something really cool that I learned. Um, yeah. So gonna do it again. Uh, something else I'll do differently in the future. Did I say this already? I'll hire somebody with a better name. I think I said that. I say better name because uh, right now I'm not very well known. I'm building a name locally, and and, that, and that's good, but. Uh, it's not enough yet, you know, just for people to walk by and see see my name and want to come out yet. So, uh, yeah, that's all. So, uh, I'm just kind of 
been going off the top of my head never really done this before definitely never podcasted while driving uh but i've been having fun with you today thank you so much for pressing play use this episode combined with episode number 47 and uh piece it together work work learn what works well for you let me know what works well for you let me know what didn't work well for you uh write write some comments on on uh twitter at behind the notes say hey see the release concert this is what worked for me or on facebook or you of course you can go to behind the and leave me a voicemail actually that's the best way leave a voicemail behind the note.com i want to hear your voice that's the best way it's free you can do it on your phone and if you're at your computer you can do it from your computer it doesn't really matter how you do it leave a voicemail that would be really cool um that's all i have for you today i appreciate you so much thank you for pressing play uh you can hear that truck going by oh goodness i'll see you in the next episode god bless you